Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Silver. The warden of the territorial prison sat in his office leafing through some papers when the door opened and a guard entered, followed by a young man about 25. Here's Brady, sir. Oh, yes, Frank Brady. Uh, come sit down, Brady. All right. Guard, you can wait outside. Yes, sir. I suppose you had me brought here to get a lecture before I leave the place, eh, warden? <sighs> Not exactly, Brady. But if I thought talking would do any good, I do have a few things I'd say to you. Go ahead and say them if you want to. All right. It won't take long. Frank, you were 25 when you came here three years ago. You were still young, with much of your life ahead of you. I know all that. Go on. Your behavior here has been good, Brady. But what worries me is the continual resentment you've held against the man who was responsible for you coming here. You uh, 
Broke the law. He caught you. You can't expect to rob an express office and uh, get away with it. <laughs> You're wasting your breath, Warden. Your words won't change my feeling about that masked hombre who caught me. And what I intend to do about it is my own affair. I'm warning you, Brady. The best thing you can do is to put your mind on making an honest living and forget the Lone Ranger. As far as he's concerned, he can take care of himself. If you don't take my advice, you'll likely be coming back here for another and longer stay. Give me what belongs to me and let me get out of here. Just as you say. Here on my desk are the things we took from you when you came here, including your gun, which is empty, of course. You're welcome to take them now. Thanks. I'll, I'll get the guard to take you to the gate. All I can say is good luck, Brady, and watch yourself from now on. A short time later, the large main gate of the prison swung open, and Frank Brady stood for a moment looking out at the freedom that was his. All right, Brady, you can go on outside. There's someone waiting over there with a horse for you. So long. So long. Frank. Huh? Oh, Frank, at last you're free. Mary. Honey. Oh, gosh, it's sure good to see you again. They, they told me someone was waiting, but I didn't expect it to be you. And why not? After all, I'm your wife. Oh. Come on, let's get away from here. All right, easy, boy. Get up. Get up. When you, when you went there, Frank, you told me not to write to you. I wanted to many times. And I wanted to hear from you. They open all the mail there, honey. I, I didn't want them reading your letters to me or mine to you. It is better that way. Lanny's often asked about you. Holy smoke. I thought about the kid all the time I was there. And I forgot to ask you about him. How is he, Mary? Oh, fine. He's quite big now. Remember, Lanny's eight years old. <laughs> eight years old, huh? Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem possible, I guess he's a lot different than he was three years ago, huh? Yes. Yes, he is, Frank. And he's very smart for his age. Uh -huh. Does he... Does he know that his dad... Well... Uh, no, Frank. I told him you had to go away, that's all. We moved from Rock Hill to Red Bank. That's where we live now. You know, people might have talked. But how did you manage to get along? Oh, all right. I sold our little farm near Rock Hill, and I bought one just outside of Red Bank. And then I did dressmaking on the side to help along. But now we can start over, Frank. I'm sure we can make the farm pay. I was loco to get mixed up with Red Jason. I didn't know he expected to hold up the express office when I went in there with him that time. But the law wouldn't believe me. I know. But I believed you, Frank. You can forget that now. One thing I can't forget are those three years in prison. And before I try to settle down, there's something I have to do, Mary. 
something I vowed to do as soon as I got out. What? What is it? I'm going to hunt for that mast hombre called the Lone Ranger and pay him back for turning me over to the law. Oh, whoa, boy. Oh, 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 oh. Please, Frank. Now listen to me. Forget about him. If you don't, it'll just mean jail again. Just don't worry, honey. Leave it to me. I made that vow, and nobody is going to keep me from going through with it. Get up there. Get up. A few days later, the Lone Ranger and Toto were encamped in the hills outside of Red Bank. Toto, who had gone to town for supplies, returned and reigned to a halt at the camp. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Oh, fella. Easy, Scott. Easy. Well, Toto, any news in Red Bank? Ah, me see feller who go to prison three years ago. Him named Brady. Frank Brady? That's right. Oh, yes. He's the one who claimed he didn't know Red Jason intended to hold up the express office when they went in there at Rock Hill. Ah, but him leave after hold up and ride into hiding with outlaw Jason. And then we catch him. Jason testified that Brady did know about it. I felt sorry for Frank Brady when he was sentenced, but the circumstances were against him. Ah, him lucky him not know Jason longer. Yes, Red Jason was taken back to Arizona to answer a charge of murder after Frank Brady was sentenced. I hope Brady learned a lesson. Drink and bad company got him into that trouble. That's right. Me find out Brady's wife and boy live on small farm near town. Him go there to live with them. I see. You'll have a chance to make a new start where he isn't known. Well, as I said before, I hope he's learned a lesson. The following day, the Lone Ranger and Tonto were riding the trail near the camp. As they approached the entrance to a farmhouse, a small boy jumped out from behind the sagebrush. Stick him up or I'll shoot you. Whoa, sir. Oh, Scott. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, boy, have toy gun, Kimasami. <laughs> yes, he doesn't seem afraid of us. I told you to stick him up. Well, we'd better do as he says, Tonto. Uh, um, we put up hands. <laughs> now what, son? Golly, I don't know. Say, are you an outlaw, mister? <laughs> no, we're not outlaws. Oh, what's your name? I'm Lanny Brady. My father bought me this gun in town yesterday. He's been away for a long time. He just came home a few days ago. Well, so you're Frank Brady's boy, huh? Uh-huh. Do you know my father? We met him a few years ago, Lanny, I... Yes, you're glad to have him home again, aren't you? Oh, yes, and so is Mom. He's not going to leave us again, ever. Well, I hope not. May we put down our hands now? Oh, sure. I wouldn't really shoot you anyway. <laughs> well, I know you wouldn't. <laughs> Are you going to come to see my father? No, Lanny, but I'm glad to hear he's home to stay. Why do you wear that black thing across your face? Are you making believe? <laughs> well, maybe I am, Lanny. Let's forget about the mask, shall we? I knew it was called a mask, but I forgot the word. My mom won't let me play outlaw. She says I can play only sheriff. Well, it's much better to be on the side of the law, Lanny. Are you on the side of the law? Yes, I am. Golly. 
Well, if uh, you're going to be a sheriff, Lanny, you ought to have a badge. I tell you what, how would you like to be one of my deputies? I'll give you a badge to wear. Oh, I'd like that. Well, I have an extra one here in my saddlebag, I think. Yes, here it is. Here, pin it on your shirt. Golly, thanks. Now I'll be a real deputy sheriff with a badge like this. There. How does it look, mister? Just fine, Lanny. You look like the real thing. I'm going in and show it to Mom. She'll be surprised, I bet you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Lanny. <laughs> He's mighty pleased with that badge, Toto. Uh, him proud to have on badge and be deputy. He's a fine youngster. I hope Frank Brady appreciates him. Well, let's get back to camp. Come on, Silver. Come on, stop. After leaving the Lone Ranger and Tonto, Lanny Brady went to the house and entered the kitchen, where Frank Brady and his wife were talking. Did you notice how well the crops are growing, Frank? Yeah. If we work hard, Mom, we ought to be... Look what I have. Where? A badge? Yep, a deputy sheriff's badge. It's mine to keep. Where did you find it, Lanny? Oh, I didn't find it, Daddy. A man gave it to me. Here, let me look at it, son. Looks like it's gold-plated. Who gave it to you, son? A man who came riding along the trail. Golly, he was awful nice. I liked him a lot. I liked the Indian, too. Indian? Uh Uh-huh. The man who gave it to me had on a, a, a mast. A black mast. He was riding a great big white horse. Now, wait a minute. You say he wore a mask and rode a white horse and an Indian was with him? Uh-huh. And you should have seen the pretty guns he had, Mom. I could see the handles all shining. That's him. Gr- Mary, that's the same one. Now, please, Frank. Which way were they heading, Lanny? They were going up the trail toward the hills. He said he knew you, Daddy. Honest, he did. I hope he comes to see us sometime soon. Uh, Lanny... You go out and wash up for dinner while your father and I talk. Run along now, son. Yes, ma'am. So he came here to spy on me, huh? The very man I swore to get. The Lone Ranger. Oh, please, Frank, forget him. You paid your debt to the law and you got nothing to fear. That's now. just it. I paid a debt I didn't owe. And that masked Hombre was to blame. Oh, be reasonable, Frank. Red Jason was really to blame. He led you into that trouble and he testified against you. Forget the vow you made. And for my sake and Lanny's, forget the Lone Ranger. No, it's no use arguing about it, Mary. I'm going to trail those two right now. And when I catch up with them, I've got a bullet for that masked hombre. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. For a few minutes after Frank rode away from the farm, Mary paced the kitchen floor. Then, making a decision, she went out back and spoke to Lanny. Lanny? Lanny! I'm all washed now, Mom. Where did Daddy go? He looked real mad. Never mind that now, Lanny. You go inside and eat. The food's on the kitchen table. I gotta get my horse and ride up the trail a bit. You won't be alone long. All right, Mom. I can take care of myself. Run along now, son. And be a good boy till I get back. All right, Mom. Oh, I hate to leave him alone, but I got to follow Frank and stop him. I just got to. At their camp, the Lone Ranger and Tonto squatted near the campfire, preparing supper. Suddenly, they were startled by Frank's voice behind them. Reach! What? Both of you! And stand up and don't turn around. Mm. Better we put our hands on. Yes, Tonto, that voice is familiar. Now, don't make a move. Either of you. You made a mistake, mister. You think we're outlaws. I know who you are. Don't worry about that. And you'll remember me when I tell you I'm Frank Brady. Frank Brady, huh? What's the idea of holding that gun on us? This gun at your back is going to go off in just a minute. I just want to tell you first that I'm getting back at you for having me sent to prison for three years, savvy? Take it easy, Brady. You have a wife and boy to think about. If you commit murder, you'll hang. If I get caught, maybe I'll hang like you say. But I'll take the chance. (laughs) That badge you gave to Danny a while ago tipped me off that you were around. Saved me hunting for you. I see. I trailed you here. Now I'm going to do what I vowed to do. Put a bullet right in your back. You'd better listen to reason, Brady. No use trying to talk me out of it. I could have shot you from ambush. But I wanted you to know that I did the shooting. Brady, you're not a killer at heart. Now think a minute. Do you really want to have a murder on your hands? Now look here, I... No, I won't let you talk me out of it as I said before. For three years, I've thought of this minute when I'd get even with you. As Frank talked, the Lone Ranger shifted his weight to one foot. Then suddenly, he kicked back hard with the other. The kick struck Frank on the shin, knocking him off balance just long enough to suit the Lone Ranger's purpose. I'll take that gun. He grabbed and keep us heavy. Let me go. You not get away. I've got his gun, Toto. You can let him loose. Uh, All right, all right. You tricked me. Go ahead and shoot if you mean to. No, I don't intend to shoot, Brady. Frankly, I don't believe you would have had the nerve to shoot me either. I... I swore I'd get you. Prison does strange things to a man sometimes. You had only yourself to blame for that trouble, Brady. Men like Jason are bad company. Someone coming up trail, Kimasabi, and riding fast. Yes, have your gun handy. Me see him now. Look, Kimasabi, it's Mary. My wife. Mary. Mary. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Frank. Frank, I'm glad I got here in time. I couldn't let you do what you came to do. Don't worry, honey. The masked man has my gun. They got the upper hand now. Frank isn't really bad. That long period of brooding in prison made him decide to... Yes, I know, Mrs. Brady. What... What are you going to do? Nothing. Tonto, bring the horses, will you? Ah, me get them. We'll ride back to the farm with you and your husband, Mrs. Brady. Perhaps if we talk things over, Frank will get a different slant on things. No... 
You might as well know I won't change my mind. Here, horses, Kimasabi. Where's your horse, Frank? Down in the hollow where I left him. Over to the left. Oh. Be right over there and bring horse. Get him up, Scout. It's no use you coming back to talk, Miss Oh, Trott. please, Frank. Listen to reason. I could turn you over to the sheriff for attempted murder, Frank. Think that over. Oh, no. Oh, no. If that's what you want to do, go ahead. But someday I'll get the drop on you again. You're a hard man to convince. Get into the saddle, Frank. Right now, I'll keep your gun. All right. Easy, boy. <laughs> what are you going to do? We'll ride along with you to your place. By that time, perhaps you'll see how foolish you're acting. Easy, big fella. All right, let's go. Get up there. Get up. Back at the farm, Lanny finished eating. Then, after waiting for some time for his mother to return, he noticed it was getting dark. Golly, I wish Mom and Dad would come back. It's getting dark out. I'd better light a lamp in the front room. The matches are on the table near the lamp. I'll get one. Now I'll light it. There. Now the wick's lit. I'll have to put on the lamp chimney. As the young boy took the lamp chimney and started to put it on the lamp, his arm hit the lamp base, knocking it over. Oh! It's flaming up! The floor is flaming! I'd better run outside, quick! Lanny started across the room, but stumbled over a chair near the kitchen door and fell, striking his head against the door jamb. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Toto, with Frank and Mary Brady, turned into the trail that led to the house. Suddenly, Mary cried out. Look! The house is on fire! And I left Lanny alone there! Lanny! He'll be killed! Come on, come on, come on, come on. get up, boy! I gotta get to Lanny. Oh, I can't get in! Lanny! Lanny! Maybe the boy isn't in there. He's in there, I know. Oh, do something! I'll try the back door. Come on, Tonto. Smoke, thick. Give me something. I'll try to get to Lanny. <coughs> thick smoke. Oh, fine. I'm going in. No. You wait. Lone Ranger, get boy. Look, the flames are leaping up in there now. <coughs> They'll both be killed. I have to get back. That smoke. <laughs> They're both goners. I, oh, Frank. I can't bear to think that. Lone Ranger coming out with boy. Here he is. He's unconscious. Oh, thank heaven you found him. Lanny. Lanny. Maybe he's done for. I'll put him here on the grass. Is he dead? Oh, my poor little boy. Smoke. Flames were almost to him. Oh, I'm sure he'll be all right. Oh, oh. Oh, man. Come to. Hi, Mr. Turner from the next range. My husband and I saw the smoke. We brought a range hand. My boy. My boy was caught inside. You not worry. Jed, I'll stay here with Mrs. Brady. You and the men get busy. Sure, Alan. Hey, who's the hombre with the mask? He's a very good friend. 
He saved Lanny. Forget the mask. Let's fight the fire. Come on now. Taking charge of the situation, the Lone Ranger quickly formed a bucket brigade from the nearby well to the house. Under his direction, the men worked furiously, but their efforts to save the farmhouse were futile, and the Lone Ranger turned their attention to saving the barn nearby. Get a couple of men to the barn roof and keep it wet. Forks are landing up there. The house is a corner. I'll get a ladder. We can keep the barn from catching fire. For another half hour, Jed Connor's ranch hands kept water flowing on the barn until danger from flying sparks was over. Finally, they all returned to the place where Tonto had been giving first aid to the boy Lanny. How is he, Tonto? Uh, him be all right. Him open eyes a couple of times now. Oh, look, his eyes are open again. He's trying to speak. Lanny. Lanny, are you all right? Mom. Daddy. I, I tried to light the lamp. We'll never leave you alone again, son. Lanny will be fine soon, Mrs. Brady. How did the fire start, do you know? I... I hit the lamp with my elbow. It fell over, and the flames went way up. You mean the boy was alone in the house, Mrs. Brady? Why, so young. I I had to go up the trail after my husband. He, Explanations but... are needed, Mrs. Brady. You did what you thought was right. I'm sorry about the farmhouse. We did what we could to save it. Hadn't been for the masked man telling us what to do, the fire to spread to the other buildings. Well, I guess you're mighty lucky this masked man got here in time to save the boy. Oh, we're thankful. Very thankful. This was my fault. I shouldn't have left Lanny alone. No, Mary. The fall is mine. If I hadn't gone loco and went up the trail... Forget just... all that. The problem now is to find a place for you to stay. Oh, that's simple. We live up the road at the next ranch, the Bar K. The Bradys can stay with us. Oh, thank you so much, Mrs. Conner. Well, we'll be glad to have you. Sure we will. What's more, me and my ranch hands will help your husband rebuild the farmhouse, won't we, we boy? Sure will. That's right, boss. Well, we better be getting back now, Mr. All right, hit leather all of you. All right. I'll stay here and come over with the Bradys. All right, see you later, then. Get up! Get up! Oh, everyone is so good to us. You do as much for all of us, I'm sure. I was thinking if... Well, if I'd done what I started out to do, Mary, the masked man wouldn't have been here to save Lanny. Frank... Frank, you have good neighbors, good land, and a fine wife and son. Forget the past and think of making a fresh start. I feel different about things now, thanks to you and what you did for Lanny, mister. (laughs) I couldn't leave one of my deputies in danger, could I, Lanny? Golly, no. I'll always wear this deputy badge. Someday, when I'm grown, I'll be a real sheriff. I hope so, Lanny. And if I ever find myself slipping, I'll... I'll look at Lanny's badge and keep straight, mister. Good. Can you folks get Lanny to the Barkey Ranch, all right? Why, of course we can. We'll see that Lanny is well taken care of. All right, then. I'll go now. Oh, uh, someday, Lanny, we'll come by to see you after your new house is ready. Come along, Toto. Adios. Adios, Adios. mister. Thanks. Gosh, I'm glad he gave me a deputy badge. He's awful nice. I think so, too, Lanny. And is a wonderful friend. Yeah, he sure is. I guess none of us is going to forget the Lone Ranger for a long time. The Lone Ranger? Is that who he is? Yes. The Lone Ranger. Oh, golly.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank you.